And welcome back. It is 2021. Beautiful way to look back on 2020. Reflection. We're moving forward. We've always been moving forward. We look at the past as a place, of course, of sometimes contention and negativity. We always have to look forward and realize that all these things happen for reason and for purpose. But uh, I'm back. A uh, little bit of a break over the holidays as I was uh, previewing some things, as I, of course, was uh, finishing up uh, any last-minute changes and edits to my book, Cross My Fingers. It's going to be out in the next few weeks as I got the cover out, which some of you may have seen, uh, posted that. And uh, I actually, on my blog, I actually have the introduction posted. I'll post that link to that as well so you guys can see that little excerpt for you. As we're moving forward and enjoying this new reality and we don't know where we're going to go and it's okay to not know where we're going to go knowing that we are on our on this journey together we are on our own journey we are moving forward on our own place of purpose and it's a beautiful time uh, through the holiday seasons hopefully spreading love and fear knowing what is valuable maybe spending more time with each other as opposed to buying things Sometimes you get so wrapped up in the material, and material is great, energy is great, but people, love, we've been talking about that for so long, is, you know, we, we really had those really close family ties this holiday season, which I really hope was a, a beautiful thing for all of you. So as I'm saying, yes, the book, and the final edits, and all that stuff going through, and uh, it should be exciting, I'm excited, it should be out. Hopefully in the next few weeks, uh, you know, of course, just as the holidays for us is the holidays from the publishers and all that stuff. So they're at weird hours, so they probably weren't working on it as diligently as I would have liked. But hey, it's supposed to come out when it's supposed to come out. And maybe it's supposed to come out in 2021. That would be the end of last year. Maybe it's good that it's beginning of this year because it is all for that purpose and all for that place of us to keep moving forward. And understanding this new reality where we're at. So, what we want to talk about today, this evening as I record this on a Sunday night, the night before I go back to my days of teaching, back to the distance learning, moving on to second semester over here in Las Vegas, uh, getting all that prepared, but I wanted to take some time to, how can we make this the best year ever? I think we all think, believe, feel this is your our year. Uh, I really think it's going to be if we all have that collective consciousness of love and realizing that everything happens for a reason and understanding that purpose, understanding our triggers of why these things happen to us. And when we can do that, we actually can, of course, move forward in success and move forward in our true nature of understanding and beauty and healing. Uh, when we really are able to look down and understand, comprehend these emotions and these actions that happen to our lives every day. So we should be writing down goals. It's a good time to write down goals, write down achievements we want to have, where we want to be in one year. You know, that's an easy skill, an easy thing, but how, you know, how often do we not do this? How often do we not take advantage of that time, uh, of that ability to just think about where do I want to be in one year? Where's our map for that? You know, I teach my freshman studies students this, basically like avid students, we do goal setting and we have to then backwards map. How do we get, how do we get there? So where do you want to be in a year and how can you get there? What's a change? What's a habit change? You know, I, I mentioned uh, the book atomic habits earlier. 
you know, going back to changing habits and how they become routine and all that good fun stuff. So how can we make that a habit? How can we change that for us to move forward successfully? How can we move forward and reach those goals that we would like? You know, what's one thing we can improve? And once you improve one thing, you move on and move on to the next thing because we each want to have continual small victories all the way through. Keep moving forward on our small victories. Keep moving forward on our successes. Constant improvement, not perfection. The constant improvement and not perfection is what makes us uh, successful. What makes us uh, really take pleasure in our ability to move forward. So, going to do a lot of changes. I really am hoping to have more guests this year uh, in this chat, uh, even if it's only through Zoom calls or Google Meet calls and stuff. Uh, I really want to have more people on and not just myself talking because there's a lot of things I want to talk about but I also like to get alternative opinions and alternative uh, points of views about how they feel or how people feel about their perspective of what's happening at this moment in time but let's of course look at the gift that we have been given the reality of 2020 was a gift for us to maybe really look forward on how we want to move into that new realm of possibilities and healing in 2021 and I always bring up this idea of healing because we do need to heal from our past. Uh, we need to heal from the idea of what we have been told is all we can do. We can do so much more. You know, I am a firm believer, of course, of, you know, we have childhood trauma does exist. I mean, look what's going on now with our students. This is a traumatic situation for many students on top of just, you know, the realities of school and pressure and you know life we actually now have more pressures and more of course issues if there's not a firm home life or some stability uh and so uh, there is some childhood trauma that we're going to have to coach through and understand and as we really look back on where we are and our stability in our own lives how can we make uh our life more stable for all our people around all the people around us then going back to our childhood trauma, it's traumatic. All these things that are happening. So how can we fix this? How can we move through this? How can we help them get over this through support, through love? You know, how can we be reaching out and be helping in our community? Because 2020 was a gift for us to look back and realize that your family dynamic, your ability to enjoy the little things, enjoy the beauty of the little things, enjoy family, enjoy healthy water, fresh food, warm blankets, air conditioning, depending on this type of, you know, where it was in the year. You know, I mean, it was beautiful that I, uh, you know, was able to put up Christmas lights and Christmas tree. Just like just sitting in front of the Christmas tree watching television is a beautiful thing, you know? Little things. How do we enjoy those? And I really saw more people, I think, enjoying them more. I really think 2020 brought a lot of us closer together, and I hope we really started looking at that not being distracted by uh, constant bombardments of what doesn't matter. And I think a lot of us really had a good, strong uh, level up. That's a good way to look at it. I think we leveled up. Got those, you know, like Mario. Now we're on level two. Now we're going to go get to the castle and try to save the princess. So think of this as a continual gift. You know, we don't stop. Don't stop because 2020 is over. Okay, 2020 is over, but what did we learn from it and how can we propel forward? You know, that's a big thing I want you to think about. What did we learn? How can we propel forward?
our growth cannot quit. We have to continually to evolve. We have to continue to grow. We have to continue to ascend as the stairs are being lined up for us to move forward and find out what really matters and how we heal and grow. And I've been, you know, I think all of us. I feel a lot of people really been searching the internet for some maybe positive things or self help or growth.、Uh, a lot of、uh, I listen to Jay Shetty, and I'm going to link his YouTube page up. He's a really good. Uh, he has a new book out there,、uh, which is quite unique.、Uh, Think like a monk, and I think it's quite.、Uh, you know, I've, I've read some of it and some other things. I like. I think you should listen to. So I'm going to link his、uh, YouTube page in the notes for the show, and so you guys can maybe take him out, check him out, and he's really good. And there's a lot of you know he's one of many,、uh, but in you know I'm just kind of reflecting a lot of what I'm hearing and what I believe. And, You know, I just really think that we have this whole ability to be positive and to be transformative to help people so much, and use all of our skills to really be、uh, continually embracing love and healing towards each other. And the more we can do that, the better we can. So we should be sharing good things. We should be appreciating each other for good things. We should be able to love the ability to represent ourselves in a positive light. So, back to our goal setting. You know, it's an assignment that said we give our students. Examine your point of purpose. Have we found our purpose? Have you found that purpose? What makes you happy? What makes us happy? You know, believe that your inner being is trying to, you know, put you on that path of least resistance. Are you continually maybe finding barriers? Because you're going against what your path of least resistance is, are you fighting what your path of least resistance is? You know, well, this doesn't work for me. Well, then maybe you actually should be listening to the universe, because it's telling you you shouldn't be doing that. You should be doing something else.、Uh, it took me a long time to realize that, in some respects,、uh, and it's hard. That's hard because you really think you knew what you were doing. You really felt you knew what your purpose was. You really felt you knew your plan. I mean, you know, I'm not gonna lie. I thought I would be coaching,、uh, coaching baseball and teaching English to Twin Palms High School for the rest of my life. I really did. And、uh, you know, looking back with everything that's happened now, to stop coaching in 2011, and of course leaving Vegas, leaving for Vegas. Uh, at the end of 2020, you know, looking back, I never really addressed that. Never really addressed that with myself. I never really addressed that with my person that was in my life at that time, and that hurt. I think there was some resentment there, and I, it's part of the I do talk about in the book. But you know, are we holding in something which is causing resentment and sickness and pain, and you're not getting any joy out of because you're not talking about it? But you're not realizing you weren't happy doing it. So the actual anger is against you because you were fighting what your inner being was telling you. This isn't good for you. This isn't healthy. It's not making you happy. So you're fighting it. You're not. You're fighting against what your path of least resistance is. You know, on a set on a similar topic is the ability to say no to people, whether. 
you know, you want to hurt their feelings or not. You know, so many people don't say no because we think we're going to offend them. No, it's your power. It's okay to say no. It's okay to not have to do things. It's okay to not go out. It's okay to not have to, you know, give up your time because your time is valuable. You know, don't always feel obligated. And your friends or people should also respect if you choose to say no. So where and and sometimes think about that if you constantly say yes and you don't have a good time or something bad happens, did you want to say no? Was your inner being guiding you to say no and you went against it? You know, going back to that intuition, that clarity, that awareness. What exactly makes you happy? How can you actually be be safe? How can you actually be in a place? Of enlightenment, a place of purpose. So examine that point of purpose as you move forward, because you know if you're constantly fighting something, and I'm, you know, and we're talking about fighting is where anytime you look like you're going to move forward in the direction of what you feel is right, there becomes a hindrance,、uh, there becomes a point of contention, there becomes a contrast, and you're not understanding where why that contrast is in your life. You keep fighting the contrast instead of listening to it. You're not listening to the contrast. Listen to the contrast. What is that contrast telling you? Because every day is a good day. Every day, the way you vibrate, the way your frequency is being matched, you're bringing in those things into your world. So if you're constantly lowering your vibration because you are not vibrating the frequency for your success, you're going to keep bringing in contrast, and you're not actually going to embrace and respond to contrast effectively. Because what what I'm saying is, there are going to be struggles, but the struggles are your emotional reaction to the situation you're already putting yourself in or what you're creating. So if you're constantly getting hit with the same hiccups, why is that coming back into your life? What's the trigger? What's actually are you not listening to? What's your emotional barrier that you're not overcoming? So, starting point, 2021. <sighs> Examining a purpose. How are we going to move forward on that purpose? What do you want? What are you going to do? Many of us make resolutions. I like to say the word intentions. I like the word intentions better. I think that's. I like the word intentions better than goals, because an intention is, I think, is putting it actually what you intend to do and going in motion, setting a goal. Then you also need to set an action plan, which goes to your intentions. You know how are you going to make that happen? That's why I just like to say the word intentions. I int- and I write them down every day. I have intentions. I put those down on paper every day, and I look at them, and then I look back at the end of each day, whatever. So I've done that for over a year now. I'm going to keep doing it because it just makes sense to me. And I learned that every day. I learned that I'm valuable. I'm worthy. I deserve all the good things that come into my life. And I also learned that I bring in things into my life depending on my vibration and my attitude and how I react to people or how I react to situations. And if I keep having the same thing happen. It's because I am doing something that's bringing that in. I need to learn from that. I need to learn from that、uh, energy. I need to learn from that situation that I'm bringing into my life. And I think that's something that we don't、uh, really honestly think about. So something to think about. I shouldn't say think twice, but 
idea that you should be aware of what you're bringing into your life. It's actually kind of what you're actually opening yourself up to. A few more things I want to talk about since we're moving into 2021, and maybe we have some old energy, some old opinions or feelings or emotions we're still, you know, trying to connect to or connecting to.、Uh, people always tell you something, no matter what, even if they're not telling you something. Sometimes the biggest way people communicate is by not communicating. Sometimes people tell you the most is when they don't tell you anything at all, and it's not personal. Going back to I think I mentioned way back in、uh, the start of the podcast about the text, the four agreements about you know don't assume anything, don't take it personal,、uh, speak your truth, and always do your best. There's that one. Don't take it personal. That's their energy. If they're not talking to you, they're telling you a lot. They're telling you a whole lot by not talking to you. So, don't take it personal that they're not. They're actually telling you more than you need to know. But I think, on a ego level, our ego makes us think it's something we did. Think about that for a second. We, because we've been so conditioned to have that gratification by having a response. We then think it's something we did, not realizing they're telling you everything by not telling you, and then you shouldn't respond back because that means then you're in, engaging, you're giving them maybe what they want. Now, if you don't get an answer, maybe you did get the answer. Look back to the last question. Look back to the last interaction that you had. They probably gave you the. You're getting the answer from the question or the situation that you asked. Think about that. See, it's amazing that you know silence speaks so much volumes. Like you know the Simon and Garfunkel song "Sound of Silence," which has been redone by Pentatonix so beautifully. So I might even link that video too, just so you can hear it. It's so good. But the sound of silence—it is so so powerful. You know, in the past, I remember—I want to say back maybe middle school—we had to do a debate in English class. Would you rather be deaf? Or blind, and I actually said I'd rather be deaf because vision, I think, is my. I'd rather be able to see than to hear. And I think because I think silence is golden. Silence is so powerful because we get so blocked by noise. We get so blocked by sound. Sometimes where it's hard to block out the sound. You know, one thing is it's.、Uh, I have to do in the morning when I meditate is I actually it's really good now that I have the heater on is I focus on the heater because then it takes my brain out and I focus on that sound of quote silence now I'm listening to the sound beyond the sound of the heater and just listen to it so my brain isn't going off into different directions because that means my brain is not quiet my brain is not being silent. So. Enjoy, embrace the sound of silence, and, and realize that when people aren't communicating, they're communicating more than you think. Now, in my last、uh, one of my last two shows, I talked about、uh, vulnerability and being humble, 
And the truth is, well, I talked about vulnerability and I kind of want to get back to the ability of being humble. So humility really is, of course, I think the key to vulnerability, meaning you can sit there and say you're vulnerable and you're willing to kind of let people tell you how they feel about you or you're willing to maybe be open to suggestion or feedback. But if you can't then be humble about that feedback, meaning you're asking for constructive criticism and you get defensive about it, then you're not vulnerable. So can you be humble? And one of the things that happened in the book that I was, why I wrote, of course, was the ability that I had to, of course, be humble about it. I had to be humble about, you know, where I was and how I got there. And I had to be able to kind of realize that I'm going to put myself out there by, of course, uh, writing this down and I'm going to have to really take some constructive criticism or some criticism in general, of course, of the text, just because it is what it is. It's text that's going to be out there and people are going to read it and have an opinion on it. But I'm also very well aware that I felt that story needed, of course, to be given and taken and uh, I need you guys need to hear it. And it put me in the place of my true vulnerability. And because of that, I really learned more about humility and how about being patient. Uh, it's a weird, wild ride. <laughs> it's been. And of course, I have become more open to um, criticism as I've gotten older. And of course, I do think that is a part of getting older. And as I said in the blog that I'm writing, it's um, entitled The Evolution of the Modern Man because I do think, you know, you have to stay in your power and speak your truth, but you also have to be humble and not be defensive. And I was a king of being defensive uh, and the king of protecting my own self and not showing emotion. And it was really a detriment to my growth and my health and other people's health and my ability to love and love successfully and healthfully. So, uh, you know, this is one of those things. So I, I, recommend all of you to really be humble and of course it was really hard i don't think i was ready to do this especially as being a, a baseball coach you know a head coach uh, i really wasn't uh, willing to be <laughs> humble at that age uh, you know one thing i always talk about looking back now is i was i was way too young to be a head coach i shouldn't have been a head coach looking back now uh it doesn't matter how much i knew i wasn't ready to be humble I wasn't ready to be vulnerable and that affected my relationships. It affected my teaching. It affected my professionalism. And going back to a topic I talked about earlier, I was fighting my, my path, least resistance. I was fighting it because I was not willing to be humble. I got better a little bit, but I wasn't. And so that whole entire segment, that whole entire point of what I thought I was going to be in my life, uh, I fought because I wasn't supposed to do that. I wasn't supposed to do that at all. 
but I held that resentment in. I held that hatred in. I held that anger in. And I put it over someone who really mattered to me. So it's crazy. And so as I look to move forward, you know, humility is a key right now to where I really have to be humble uh, to my existence and humble to my uh, understanding of who I am, my place of purpose. You know, when people ask me one thing, what do you like about CrossFit? I, it humbles you. CrossFit always wins in some way, shape, or form. Even if you're good at the workout, if you're good at the workout, you do it faster and it still hurts. So that's one thing I like about CrossFit. It, it, it always humbles you. No matter how good you think you are, how strong, fast, fit you are, that workout always wins somehow. And that's another reason why I like it because you really have to humble yourself and think about what's going to happen up right now. So something to uh, be aware of. So a key for would be humility. Be humble and uh, be vulnerable, which allows you to be vulnerable and have that patience. You know, I'm, I'm getting, it's so crazy. I, you know, this whole book process, the editing, final editing and approving the proofs and approving all the online stuff and everything is taking so long. And I just gotta remember, it's gotta be patient, <laughs> especially because it's over the holidays and no one's working. It's gotta be patient and you know, the more patient we can get, you know, we can be is a lot, of, a lot better things happen. It's crazy. But I want us all to enjoy 2021. I want us all to look forward to all the joy that can happen in 2021. Uh, because this is our year. As long as we look for uh, the good, we set, you know, those intentions for where do we want to be one year from now? How can we get there? How can we change one thing every day? You know, I know people say, you know, resolutions, of course, fail. Well, why are we making them too big? Are we not having a plan? Are we not setting our intentions for them? You know, what exactly can you achieve? What exactly can you do? And realizing that it's small, continuous improvement. It doesn't have to be all done in one day. The famous cliche, Rome was not built in a day. And we are all beautiful pieces of clay enlightened pieces of clay that continue to need to be molded and shaped and formed to our beautiful selves that we are on as enlightened beings. So I uh, bless you all. Thank you for listening tonight. Uh, I'm going to try to do this more. That's one of my intentions is to podcast more, uh, maybe not once a week, but definitely once a month. Uh, I'm going to try to vlog once a week and really keep that going. And look for the book. Uh, I'll post a lot of the stuff in the show notes. I don't think I can post an image because it's a, of the cover. But I did post it on Facebook for you guys uh, to see. Uh, so I'm excited for it. But again, I appreciate you guys listening. Appreciate you guys taking the time. And I will talk to you on the next show. Appreciate you guys. Love you.